0: Welcome to the Fully Authentic Podcast, the podcast where I help you live authentically in a world full of deception. Hello everyone, welcome back to season two of the Fully Authentic Podcast. Today I'm here with Brittany Cooper. Hello, hello. So tell the people about yourself, what do you do, how do you do it, et cetera, et cetera. (laughs)
1: Loaded question. All right, so. I'm Bernie Cooper. I am a licensed clinical social worker in the state of Connecticut, and I am the founder of Power of Choices, which is a minority-based therapy practice right in Hartford. Um, So we mainly provide therapy, individual, group, family therapy, couples therapy um, to minority clients, and we have a minority-based staff. Um, So that is our focus on building up our community, working through all of our baggage that we have in a way that is, you know, unique to us. Um, So that is like my main thing that I do. I'm also a commercial landlord. Um, I'm also a clinical director of Leo Outpatient um, Psychiatric Clinic for Children and Adolescents. Um, I got a couple other things I'm working on. So, you know, just, you know, going with the flow with everything, but passion is, you know, working with, you know, the minority population and providing therapy, um, so that we can all just get to a better place.
0: Of course, of course. So what made you go into your field, um, and especially, especially work with, um, like the minority community?
1: Um, well, so, I kind of always knew I was going to be a social worker. And this is kind of like, it's funny. It's a spill I give to like all my clients when they first start therapy so that they know like I'm in this, like I live this, um, mm-hmm. this is like a passion for me, but I've always been the go-to person for family and friends to kind of talk to. Um, so that was, it was a no brainer for me. Mm-hmm. Um, funny story. I wanted to go to school for forensics. So that was the number one. And then social work was back up. Um, I love any type of crime series Still to this day I can binge mm-hmm. watch it all day long it's a little creepy at times but I, I'm in there I love with it. the serial killer documentaries and the you know forensic files and dateline and mm-hmm. you know first 38 it's all, it's all my stuff mm-hmm. um, so I wanted to go to school for that originally, and social work was you know the backup um, but things happen you know we applied to mm-hmm. school financial aid factor things like that um, so social work it was Um, and I don't regret that at all. You know, I am excited and grateful for the place that I'm at. So it just naturally worked for me. Um, so I kind of knew I was going to be a social worker. So I had a clear path of what I I wanted to do for school. Um, I've always, school has come easy for me. Um, so that was never like a worry for me. Um, so I kind of knew I needed to get my bachelor's. I needed to get my master's. And Mm -hmm. the plan was for me to be like, working in an agency and move up and be a director. And then at some point I would own my own private practice because usually people who own their private practice, I saw were like a little bit older. So I'm like, I got to build my career a little bit, which I was fine with that. Um, so I started working in the field um, straight through kind of like my undergraduate career. I worked at UConn. I worked with the Center for students with disabilities. I did a year internship there. In the counseling center on the store's campus, you know, that just kind of continued there. I took jobs in the field. Um, When I graduated, you know, like I said, went straight to get my master's, taking jobs in the field. Um, When I got my master's, I got a job offer already lined up, doing the same thing I was doing, you know, for my internship. So things just kind of worked. And then it got to a place where I had to get my licensure. And there's two processes to that. And the final one allows you to kind of do any and everything. So once that happens, I was like, oh, OK, it's game time. Like, <laughs> It's game time. Now I'm really I need to be a supervisor. So I could, like I said, move up so I could do this. Um, fortunately for me, I became a supervisor at the last agency that I worked at, but it just wasn't working for me. <laughs> it wasn't working. I was I enjoyed supervising. I miss doing actual therapy. I hated the politics of things. Um, Very outspoken when it comes to that, especially because I was the therapist before and now I'm the supervisor. So what, you know, was coming from top down in terms of what they wanted us to do. I'm just like, I didn't agree with it. It just wasn't working for me. Mm -hmm. Um, So it got to a point where like I was miserable at my job, like really, really miserable and like didn't know what I was going to do because this is. I didn't see myself going through this like, you know, progression that I saw because I was like, there's no way I'm going to stay here being, you know, a supervisor and figure out how to get up to the director. And I'm miserable already. Like, (laughs) I'm miserable. I'm like, I need to be a director now because I don't like how none of this is running. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started seeing clients on the side because then I thought it would balance. I was like, okay, I'll be a supervisor because there's things about this that I like and I can hopefully make some changes in the agency, but then I'll still see my clients on the side because I missed that too. And then I got to a point where I was like, yeah, I just want to see the clients. Like, I don't, I'm not feeling this. Like there's not, there's too much of politics and things going on on the agency level that I just don't want to deal with right now. Um, so at that point, it was just like a gut decision. Like, all right, we're just going to start a private practice. Why not? <laughs> so I really, honestly, I didn't have any plan besides I was going to start a private practice. I'm going to build up. I'm going to see these clients and we're going to see where it goes from there. Um, so I had huge support in just making that decision. So I kind of just went for it. Um, my support kind of was like, you know, whatever you want to do, go for it. We don't see you failing at it. Like the only way we see you failing at it is if you just don't do anything. Like if you don't do what you said you're going to do. Um, so I kind of went from it and October of 2016 I started full-time in my private practice Um, and by December I had like a full caseload and then at that point it was like, so what do we do next? <laughs> so, and then that's how the kind of progression of power of choice happened to where like I had, um, girls working under me and, you know, then that kind of grew. And then we went from a small office space to a bigger office space to now owning, you know, our own space. Like it just keeps progressing. Um, so I am beyond like grateful and thankful and I just kind of go with it. Like I have lots of great ideas and things that I want to do in terms of this profession. Um, So I kind of just allow it to happen organically. As you should. Right. (laughs) I mean, Um, that's been my journey, right? That's been my journey for it to naturally happen. So I'm not about to steer from that now. Right. Um,
0: Everything takes its own time. Everything like falls into place when it needs to fall into place. And it's funny that you say you wanted to go the forensic route because as someone who was getting her master's in Mm -hmm. forensic psychology, I thought like that was everything I wanted (laughs) more. And then I really had to reevaluate my life. I was like, I really like this and I like what I'm studying Mm -hmm. and I like the job that I had working in higher ed. But I was like, "Mm, there's too much politics and this is not what I want to do. And sometimes you feel like a hypocrite because like you have to like obey by the rules or whatever of like the institution and it's not what you want to um, do or what you want to say. And I was like, "Mm, OK, maybe this isn't for me. So I kind of had to take that step back, too, and then like go into, I guess, entrepreneurship and whatnot but like reflecting on your past, what would you have done differently when you became, when you became um, an entrepreneur?
1: Honestly, probably nothing. And the reason that I say that is because I think every success in every bump in the road that I had up until now Mm -hmm. just makes me a better entrepreneur Um, so for me it's like as I'm working on other little projects I have like I can do them better Mm -hmm. based off everything that I've already gone through Um, I think it created um, you know a lot of I feel like I was already a strong person but now I really had to be tough like to go through things because you know a lot of people see entrepreneurship as this you know glitz and glamour rainbows type of thing and it's not (laughs) Not it's really it's not at all and it's like you know even though like a big part of my decision of going on my own was like you know I didn't like the politics that I was dealing with I'm still dealing with them but the difference is I'm dealing with it the way that I want to which is where that that wall was for me. So, you know, I'm always going to be the risk taker, the rule breaker, do things in my own way. And that's what the private practice has allowed me to do versus like, you know, um, I'm in the meeting with everyone and they know they're going to get pushed back from me. <laughs> and then the meeting is on pause because they're like, Brittany, we really need you. And I'm like, no, <laughs> that. I'm not about to do that. Like, it's not going to work. Um, so now with dealing with it again, now I freely speak how I want to and say I want to and I'm gonna do or not do you know what it is that I feel is important for the work that I'm doing Mm -hmm. because everything isn't you know cookie cutter and that was the biggest thing for me like you know I'm working with minorities I'm working with myself in a sense Mm
2: -hmm.
1: everything's not cookie cutter like Mm -hmm. I'm very complicated (laughs) like our community is very complicated there's a lot of factors so there's no way to just stick to one type of thing so you know with that being said I'm five years in, you know, strong, and it is great, and it is amazing, and I've had a lot of challenges on the way, especially, you know, within the last three years, has been nuts, like, like it has it's good. been It's nuts. a good nuts. it's a yes. good nut.
0: Yes, right. Like, I, um, obviously only have been in entrepreneurship for a couple of months, and I mm-hmm. know it's only gonna get crazier, but I'm excited for it to get crazier,
1: and that sounds weird it's your crazy. It's not any, any crazy that you just got thrown at. Like, this is your crazy you're creating. Mm-hmm. So it makes it worthwhile, right? You know? Mm-hmm. So that's why I say too, like, I wouldn't change anything because everything makes me better now. Everything, you know, every step that I take now, you know, is even better because I've learned from all the other things. And it reminds me of why I'm doing it and I'm truly really invested and into it. Hey. <laughs>
0: As Finn just walks on my laptop, I don't know who's at my door right now, but they're going to have to wait. Um, so now that you say that, would you talk to your past self or your future self?
1: Um, right now in the space I'm in, I would talk to my future self. Um, and the reason I would talk to my future self is because I feel like I've gotten comfortable Mm-hmm. um I feel like I'm in a place where um I need to push myself like you know harder than what it already may look like I'm doing right I you know I only know how I feel about what what's going on right so I do feel like I'm complacent right mm-hmm. um I do feel like COVID has put a damper on a lot of things um but that just for me means I need to be more creative yeah. you know um there's a like I said there's non ideas in my head all day long. And I need to, um, my future self needs to, you know, take a glimpse at my past self and that drive and that, you know, courageousness that I had when I first was like, fuck my job. And I quit I'm out and don't really have a plan. I need that back times 10 right now. And that's what I've been, you know, that's what I've been working on getting back. Um, just betting on myself again. Um, cause I kind of feel like I've reached that, like a little plateau. Like, I love therapy. I love doing that. But like I said, there's always ideas in my head that are connected to this room, connected to what I'm doing. And it's like, I write them out and it's like, well, why aren't you doing it right now? And I come up with these excuses. So now I'm like, this year, I'm really about to challenge the hell out of myself.
0: It's only January 23rd. So we have the whole year yes. ahead of us. But just to think of all the things that like I've personally accomplished and I know other people have accomplished within these three weeks is crazy, but it really goes to show that once you stop making excuses for yourself and like why you're not doing something and whatnot, I always like this quote that says, it's not about perfection. It's about progression. Right. And I feel like a lot of us, we want to start a business and be perfect from the jump. And that's Mm -hmm. just not it. When -hmm. you said it's not like glitz and glamour it's not and sometimes Mm -hmm. I look at these content creators and I'm just like wow look at them Mm -hmm. look at their videos or like look at this look at that and I'm like they've been doing this for five years Carla you've been like six months five months so Mm -hmm. you really can't compare right you can't compare someone's chapter 10 to your chapter one like it's just not gonna go um but I definitely agree that you need to not be complacent and like constantly work outside of your comfort zone because once you get complacent and you stay there that's Mm -hmm. when it's just like all right we need to we need to yeah what am i doing
1: again Mm -hmm. like what am i doing you're going to be back in that space i think it's important um i love your quote and i also would add to that like it's important to have a plan but understand that your plan is going to it's probably not gonna work out that way Mm -hmm. Okay? Mm okay It's probably not gonna work out that way. And as an entrepreneur, you have to be okay with that. Yes. Like you have to be okay with as much as I'm gonna set a plan and follow a plan, shit might just switch up and you have to be able to think quickly to figure out okay, what direction am I going in now? Like how that's I'm life.
0: A- that's life. Make- because yeah. if you would have told me five years ago, six mm-hmm. years ago, when I was entering like freshman year of college, I was like, oh no, I'm gonna be an FBI agent, I'm gonna be doing this, <laughs> I'm gonna be doing that. I'm sitting in Hartford right now as a personal trainer and like mm-hmm. doing a podcast and just yeah. trying to figure out my life on my terms. Right. Never in a million years would have thought I would be in this position. I was like, right, right now, I thought by 25, I would be a homeowner. I would be a wife. I'd probably mm-hmm. be a mom. Mm-hmm. Girl. Listen. <laughs> I look at that, I'm
2: like, what? I'm, I'm only
0: about to be
1: 25. So No. Right. <laughs> Literally, it just doesn't go. You're right. Life doesn't go always the way that we want it planned. But especially if you take the entrepreneur journey, it definitely ain't going that way. Like I said, you're going to get a bunch of wins, but there's going to be a lot of lows in that, too. A lot of fires that you're going to have to put out and try to fix or a lot of you know factors that we just don't have control over. And you got to be comfortable with it right? You got to be comfortable with like, okay, this shit didn't work, right? So what am I going to do next? I'm um, just
0: in that mindset right now of like, nothing is a loss to me. Everything's a lesson. Mm-hmm. Like if something didn't work out, mm-hmm. okay, that's a lesson. Like it wasn't meant to be, or maybe right. it is, but like later down the road, but it's not a loss because right. it's just not for the moment. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it definitely isn't. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like, but I also think, and um, I know you believe, so like I say oh I have a plan but like God's plan is better because sometimes like you're just gonna be put in a position again that you never thought you would be in Mm -hmm. but it's making you 10 times happier 10 -hmm. times wealthier like in all aspects of life and you're just like oh how did I get here I'm like oh I look up to the sky I'm like you did that
1: so let me tell you I (laughs) am definitely living God's plan because mm-hmm. this is not what I pictured. Like I said, when I I had this mindset, then when I was like, okay, I'm just going to do my private practice, only saw me working for myself. Mm-hmm. I didn't see it grow to these levels. So I will definitely attest to like I'm living God's plan, and I think that I'm in a place right now where He's like, yeah, so I want to try something different. You know, mm-hmm. we're not <laughs> done here yet. Like. So I keep giving you these ideas and I'm going to need you to take the first step so I can do the rest like I've been doing. So, so so, that's definitely where I'm at in terms of his plan is so much, you know, greater than mine. So that's exactly what I tell my future self too. like, you know, um, betting on me is betting on him,
2: mm-hmm. you know,
1: because Ooh. he's got me to this point. So mm-hmm. it, he's only going to keep me going. Like he don't just bring these ideas to me just for the hell of it. Like, like so like what you
0: doing let's do this so I read um I read something somewhere and I don't know I think or maybe I would have even listened to it on a podcast um Mm -hmm. and it said like imagine you were on your deathbed and like all the ideas that like God or like your purposes um that God had for you were like standing in front of you Mm -hmm. and like you realize you didn't take any action towards any of them so I always like think of that and like reflect on it because I'm just like wow like I do have so many ideas but like making excuses for them and like not going about it it's
1: that's easy for us to do right to make excuses for it because I think a part of it too and we kind of talked about it is like all these ideas we have, we need to try them. Some of them are going to work and some of them are not going to work. But like you said, the ones that don't work are still lesson. There's a reason why they don't work. You know, they might, you know, not be where he wants you to go right now or to to the fit, you know, and we just got to go with the next thing. So we definitely got to, like, I'm big on writing all my ideas out. I write them all out, no matter how crazy they may sound, because at this point, there is no idea that's crazy for me because (laughs) of where I am right now. Like, there's no idea that is crazy so I write it out and I'm like okay let's see which ones we want to focus right now and I kind of I'm like okay Laura which one you want me to focus on right now (laughs) (laughs) you tell me because we got a bunch so which which one you want me to do so you know I'm in the practice of you know again listening listening more so that I can be guided more into you know whatever that next step looks like Mm
0: -hmm. okay so What is a specific moment that you can recall that almost made you quit your journey? Because we said it's not glitz and glamour and we go through these hardships and we preach mindset this, mindset that. So what is a moment that you almost quit but you had to keep on going? Girl, I want to quit like every week. (laughs) Being, Being completely
1: transparent, there's something that happens all the regularly that I'm like, man, I call this. like, 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 I, I, I wouldn't if I was in a regular job, I wouldn't have to deal with this, like, or like, I just don't want to deal with this. Like, there's always, there's always a reason to quit. And like, you know, and I realized those moments are very temporary you know, those are temporary emotions, those are, I've learned that when I have those emotions, I take a couple of steps back to say, like, okay, what's the actual issue, mm-hmm. like, what is the issue that I'm, like, getting all, you know, flustered about, um and can I deal with it now, do I need to pick it up and just deal with it later, because at the end of the day, I ain't working for nobody, like, <laughs> at the end of the day, I'm not going backwards, like, I don't, See that life for myself like I, I literally don't so again I've learned to just you know know that those moments are gonna happen and if I need to say okay so I'm not about to do shit for the rest of the day so I can try get my mind back right I'll do that um, but I will say like these last you know probably two years in particular with COVID, maybe a little bit before that, have been challenging um, a lot. Um, There's been a lot of transitions within my business, transitions, you know, for me personally that affect, you know, the how I look at my business, how I function within my business. And, you know, it's been tough, but I see it as, you know, kind of like a level up you know, kind of like, okay, so it reminds me too that, like, I'm going through all this crazy stuff right now. God's plan is always bigger. (laughs) So He set me up for something, you know, and I just have to trust that. And then every time, you know, a problem comes up now, it's like, girl, you just dealt with this wild shit before, like, (laughs) let's just remember, like, what happened like a couple weeks ago, like, you thought that was wild, like, so you're gonna be fine. So it's, Naturally, I think the idea of wanting to quit and the thoughts of wanting to quit come regular, for entrepreneurs. come absolutely regular, like even today, like on my schedule for today is mad shit. What I'm going to do today, this podcast with you, and then I'm going to watch some football and then, and then I'll get to that stuff tomorrow. But, you know, because I'm just, that's not the space that I'm in. And I think it's, you know, recognizing that. Um, and that takes some time. That takes time you know it takes time again
0: it's it's a normal thing <laughs> i'm a firm believer that you really have to feel your emotions and you really need to hone in on where those emotions stem from and mm-hmm. then like you can work on it from there but even like when i started or even like when i was just like in school being a regular regular like student um i would have to put up go <laughs> ahead i would have to put up boundaries And be like, you know what, I'm not in the mental space to do this right now, so I'm going to take a walk around campus. Mm -hmm. Like, that essay will get done, but it's not happening right now. Mm -hmm. And, like, when I was living in Massachusetts, getting uh, my master's and working at the college and stuff, there was moments where students would reach out to me and they'll ask me questions for whatever reason. And I'm like, that's gonna have to wait till 8 a.m. in the morning. Yep. I, I can't do that, even though it's five o'clock and I just clocked out five minutes ago. Like, mm-mm.
1: And so, so think about that. Think about in terms of, like you said, so it's five o'clock, I just clocked out, I have to wait. As an entrepreneur, we wear every hat. Mm-hmm. So we can clock out of one thing. So it's, for me, it's like, okay, I see my clients, right? I'll see my clients all day. So now my therapist hat is clocked off. Now I got admin stuff to do. I got landlord stuff to do. I have, you know, financial shit to do. Like all these other things come up now, right? And it's like, at the end
0: of the day, sometimes I'm like, who who's doing all this stuff? <laughs> but- and then you have to re- realize it's you and like yeah. how much power you have and how much strength you have. Because yes, you do wear so many hats and like, there's different things. Like you have um your social work side, you have like the admin side and whatnot. And it's just like sometimes there's just not enough hours in the day. Right. And in those moments you're like, Yeah, I'm gonna quit. Like
1: <laughs> those are those are those moments. Like, yeah, I'm checked out. Like I don't wanna do it. I just want to hear here. Hello. Or, I mean, even sometimes when my therapist had like today, like I don't want to see no clients today. Like I'm not love- Schedule myself accordingly, you know, so that you know, on those moments, if I need to take a day for myself, I can take a day for myself. Mm -hmm. Like, so you know, so quitting is regular, it's a part of the entrepreneur journey. But the
0: fact that you don't do it says a lot,
1: right? And I think that just that is just taking a a second to realize why you went to this in the first place. Like, Mm -hmm. what is it? Like, what are the rewarding stuff about it in the first place? You know, at the end of the day, I make my own schedule. At the end of the day, I am the one who controls whether I choose to work or not. If I don't choose to work, there's some consequences with that, you know, Mm -hmm. Um, but I'm in control of all of that, you know, that freedom is huge right there. I mean, for me, I joke around about it all the time, but for me, the fact that I don't have to tell nobody I'm sick to get approved, to not cut, to not work and take time off, it's golden for me (laughs) like like the fact that you know i can take a vacation when i want to and not be concerned about whether you're gonna approve it or deny it and if you deny i'm still going anyway like right the ticket is already bought i'm already going (laughs) exactly like so Those are the things that you, you know, you think about on those moments that allow you to keep going, right? You know, for me to think about how I've been able to provide a service and do therapy and hire people and whatnot, those are my reasons why I keep going. Mm
0: -hmm. I think it's very important for anybody listening to the podcast to remember that entrepreneurship is not for everyone, like, because yes- we have the luxuries of creating the schedule that we want and to do what we want when we want it from where we want it but mm-hmm. you need to have discipline yes and a lot of people unfortunately lack discipline and mm-hmm. they're just like oh, okay like yep I'm my own boss so I'll just do that tomorrow and then keep pushing it back I'm like okay boom you already lost a client okay right. you can get back to those emails they're not interested in that offer no more mm-hmm. and when you don't have discipline, that's when everything just goes left and right. you're not going to be a good business owner.
1: Right. Yeah. So it's definitely not for everyone. Mm-hmm. Def- and you have to be honest with yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. So like the administrative side of things, all that, all those things that I like to do, like that I have to do, I actually enjoy doing it. Like there's a part of it that I I like for whatever those reasons are. So it works for me. But you have to be honest with yourself to understand, like, you know, the type of worker that you are and the stuff that you're willing to give up time for. There's times in the middle of the night that I'm up doing administrative stuff, but I'm comfortable with that. That mm-hmm. works, that works for me. Like you said, discipline is key. Like, so even as you grow, and that's where too, like I said, I'm I'm, I'm focused and refocusing and doing things better is because. the discipline it takes you to start it versus maintaining it is completely different
2: Mm -hmm. right
1: um so it's a completely different thing and you have to keep recommitting to it you have to keep recommitting to what your your goal is what your focus is no matter if it changes or not so yeah no not for everybody (laughs) not for everybody and that's
0: okay and i that's okay and i put a story up the other day answering someone's question about entrepreneurship. And I said, I'm not one to look down on somebody that has a nine to five. Not everybody has the um, luxury of leaving their job. Not Mm -hmm. everybody is down with entrepreneurship. And Mm -hmm. not everyone hates their job. But like, that's, that's an important thing to know. But Also, it's not it's not for everyone. And that's completely okay to work for somebody else to enjoy your job to clock Mm -hmm. in to clock out and -hmm. just have like, you know, the regular lifestyle that, you Mm -hmm. know, society has, I guess, built us to believe that we should. Right. Um,
1: Right. But
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah, no, I completely
1: agree with you. I, I don't look at anyone that has the quote unquote nine to five or that, you know, clocks in or clocks out. That works for you. You have to do what works for you.
2: Mm-hmm. Like
1: at the end of the day, you have to do what works for you, especially if you just want to be happy,
2: mm-hmm. but, You know,
1: be happy with your life. You have to do literally what works for you. You know, right now I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm doing a bunch of different things. But if a contract come across my table that <laughs> is speaking to me, you know, that is in line with what I want to do, Who's to say I'm not going to take that just because I'm, um, you know, this, this entrepreneur and I've been doing it for years. Like I can still make that work in the same way that I would make any other decision I have to make on my own work. So, you know, you literally have to do what's for you, no matter if it's entrepreneur side or no matter if you are the quote unquote W-2 employee, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. got to do what's best for you.
0: Um, so how would you determine success within your business or like just your personal endeavors?
1: Um okay so that's an interesting question for me and again I've been in a space of kind of reflecting figuring out where I'm going. I personally don't feel I'm successful yet. And really why? <laughs> what? Here's why. Um because I know I have so much more to give right? I'm not, for me, I know I'm not just the therapist. Mind you, I think I'm a damn good therapist and I enjoy the work that I do. You know, I've, you know, made a positive impact on a lot of people's lives, but I know more than that, which is what led me into the space of, you know, hiring people and wanting to do other things. I know that there is way more gifts that God has given me that I want to, you know, connect upon and grow and nurture and, you know, put that out there um so you know i yeah i'm not there yet i'm not really even sure what you know that would look like for me i think it would be more of a feeling right um and i I feel like yeah and i feel like for me right now i'm kind of in a i'm a resetting i kind of feel like so five years in i kind of feel like i'm starting over because i'm reflecting on the last five years to improve it um to make it even better um for you know to to, to just to make it better for whatever the next step is so I think for me that success is going to be a feeling and I haven't got it yet um are there some highs yes there are some highs um but for me to say that I'm successful I'm not there yet
0: I'm not there yet (laughs) that just goes to show how deep in your journey you could be and like you still don't feel like I guess that success or that Mm -hmm. um I know you're accomplished and you feel accomplished in certain ways, mm-hmm. but like, in others, you don't. Right. Um, so that's crazy. I think that's
1: a bigger journey. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. a bigger journey. For me, I know that for me, a big part of, you know, taking this journey too was so that the family that I can create, that I will create, and speak that to instance, will create, will know, reap the benefits of my hard work too. Um,
0: And I'm just, yeah, I'm just not there yet. So, you know. It's funny that you um, mentioned like how you feel like you're restarting because mm-hmm. I obviously started my journey in 2018 and mm-hmm. then I've had like two rebirths since mm-hmm. 2018 and we're only in 2022, right. but I genuinely feel like this past rebirth that I went through in like July mm-hmm. was like the it birth. It Got was it. like the, this is... This is where I'm going to go. This is how mm-hmm. I'm going to get there. There's no stop stopping me. It's just all go, 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 go. And just okay. to think back of like where I am now from mm-hmm. where I was in July is like crazy to think. So I'm like, yeah. okay, that's only just a couple of months now. Imagine this whole year of 2022. Exactly. Like I already have certain things lined up for the month of January. Mm-hmm. And like the rest of the year is only going to get better. Right. Um, but you're going to meet so many different versions of you throughout this lifetime, let alone throughout your journey and whatever, um, Mm -hmm. you decide to do. So you're going to have so many rebirths. You're gonna, yeah, absolutely. And like, it's okay to change your mind. And I think a lot of people don't understand that Mm -hmm. when you are like stuck in this bubble of like your community and, A lot of people around you have never really gone the entrepreneur route. Mm -hmm. I feel like everything, especially in minority communities, is like, go to college, go play a sport, do this, Mm -hmm. do that. That when they're like, oh, I want to create a business. It's like, "Mm, but you got health insurance, right? Who's going to pay your health insurance? Who's going to do this? Who's going to do that? I know that was like a big thing for my mom Mm -hmm. when I left. She was like, girl, you have so many benefits. Like, what are you going to do now? I was, I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out. Right. And, and I think that's, that's what it goes
1: back to. You're mm-hmm. going to figure it out, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so yes, you know, working a regular job and doing things the way we were naturally thought to think of things, you know, would, would make sense to anyone, especially when we deviate from that. It's like, okay, that seems a little weird. That seems like you're taking a real risk. Um, but what is life for if we don't take risks, right? Mm-hmm. What,
0: what's, what's the point, you know? If and we it don't... sounds crazy until you do it. Right. Because when I first started, My mom was like, "Again, Carla, what are you doing? Like, how are we gonna get through this?" And now she's starting to see certain things, and she's like, "How can I help you? Do you need a picture for you for Instagram? Like, what angle do you want? Like, do you need a tripod? Do you need this?" Mm -hmm. And I'm like, "I love it." Um, So like, you start to see people like believe in you. But I think the biggest thing is once you believe in yourself and okay. you are confident in what you're doing, and yeah. like, you project down to other people, then they're gonna start believing in you. Right, so you gotta do it no matter what. No
1: mm-hmm. matter if you don't got nobody on your side, you gotta do it, because eventually, you know, they'll be there. And at the end of the day, even if they're not there, you're happy, like you're doing what's, what's best for you, no matter what. I think people always think about those logical things. Like, you know, I can think about my dad and he wasn't against me doing it, but he was like, okay, logistically, you looked at you thought about numbers, how you gonna pay your bills? Like, because mm-hmm. you got bills. Like, <laughs> like, so did you think about that? And I'm like, yeah, 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 not necessarily at the time. Yeah, we're, gonna like, we're gonna, we're gonna figure, like at the end of the day, you have to try. If it fails, you gotta, you know, take a step back to see what could have you done different, you know, to make it work so you can move forward and keep doing it, or you know, go back to the drawing board and just try something else like I I honestly and again I said it earlier but my mom said it to me like the only reason this isn't gonna work is if you just sit on your ass out there and you don't do anything like you gotta do something make some steps um if something fails tweak it like you might need to think about it in a different type of way do something a little bit differently um so I think you know doing it despite you know some and I wouldn't say they're negatives I would say they're fears it's the unknown Yep. So the fears that you get from those around you, you got to do it despite that. But like, I would also suggest, you know, surrounding yourself around people who are doing it, you mm-hmm. know, no matter at what point they are, like people who are just getting started, just like you or been in the game for a little bit, or, you know, our vets doing it. You got to surround yourself with those mindsets because all of that's going to be supportive.
0: Yep. I have three things to say. So one, I think people need to find the beauty in the unknown. Because- yes. The fact that there's so much opportunity in space um, of the unknown um, is beautiful because you can make it to whatever you want it to be. That's one. Two, I'm really in the mindset and I've always been, but I think lately I'm really just honing in on the idea that you need to surround yourself with people that are on all different types of levels of where you want to go. Yep. so like of course I have Natalie like mm-hmm. Natalie has been in the game what two years she's still like just beginning whatnot you've been in the game for a little bit I have other people that I'm surrounding myself with that have been on the entrepreneurship route for 10 11 years mm-hmm. and it's so crazy that we're all in different stages we all have the same goal and that we could just feed off of each other despite mm-hmm. w- despite the age gaps the education gaps and mm-hmm. all that it's like you really get to know life from a different perspective especially when it comes to business um Mm -hmm. and it's just inspiring all around like inspiring all around to see people just go from an idea and making into something way bigger yep um and then lastly you mentioned um about was i lost my train of thought We've been talking about a lot. <laughs> yeah, we we talked about, you know what? We're going to come back to you. It's going to come back to me. But um, what would you say, or who would you say is the most influential person? Since we're talking about inspiring and motivation, who would you say is the most influential person that supported you throughout this process? Um, I really can't pick just one
1: person. I think from day one, it was my mom and my best friend. Mm-hmm. Um, them two were just like, yeah, let's do it. What are we doing? what we got to do, go for it. Um, and because in the beginning, so one of the things too, in the beginning, when I first made the decision, I didn't share, you know, I didn't share it because again, I know that there was going to be a lot of fears and a lot of doubts and a lot of like, you sure you want to make that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's not what I was trying to hear at that point either. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, from jump, it's been my mom and my best friend, and they were down from the cause from like day one, like, what we doing? <laughs> like, like, And then, you know, as I got on my journey and continued to kind of push myself, you know, like you said, so my team around me, you know, has always been supportive. Mm
2: -hmm. They
1: have always, you know, been supportive. They've always respected that, you know, everyone has their own journey. And this happens to be Brittany. So how, Brittany, so how can we, you know, support her Mm -hmm. on this journey the same way, you know, I'm going to support the rest of my friends, you know, on their journey. So, you know, I think it's just, it's just important to, like we said, surround ourselves with, you know, positive people, but no, on this journey, you're going to find out who your people are too. Mm -hmm. You're going to find out who truly like in your corner, no matter what. And, you know, even, even when it comes to like my mom and my best friend, like, again, they, for me, they feel like there's no, there's no limit for me. They're like, I come up and I say some shit and they're like, so when you gonna do it? And I'm like, bro, I just said it. Like, I didn't even think of a hook. All much? the factors and they're like, oh, that's light work for you. Just, you know, figure it out. Like, let's let's go, what you doing? Like, what are we having? I'm like, I'm gonna need y'all to chill a little bit like this, a little bit of a process. <laughs> um, but you're gonna figure it out. You're gonna figure out who's who's really in your corner besides the fact that you gotta be in your corner no matter what. Like, you have to be there no matter what, you have to be open to the fact that, you know, some people that might be in the beginning of your journey might not be there for the long haul. Long mm-hmm. haul. And, you know, it might switch up and change. And there's new people that's going to be added to your journey and, and whatnot. So, you know, yeah. So I would say my mom and my best friend, and then my my like core
0: group of friends, like they, they got my back. Mm-hmm. Now that you mentioned all of that, I remember what I was going to say. So (laughs) the biggest indicator of your character is truly what you do when nobody's watching. Right. And we talk about all this support and it's really nice that we have the support, but not everybody has the advantage of having that support. So it's just the thought of continuing without that round of applause, without Mm -hmm. that extra push, without the reassurance that, oh, you got this, you um, you could do it and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Like if you don't have that, like it's okay, you can still do it. It's just gonna be a little bit harder and it's gonna take more of a mental toll, but like it's mind over matter.
1: Right, so the, the interesting thing about that, and I feel like my friends would say that, I don't necessarily tell them what I'm doing until it actually happens um so I don't necessarily give them the opportunity which I'm doing better at give them the opportunity to be the support through the process they're usually right there and I'm like okay I did a thing or I just make an announcement for something and they're like Brittany when the fuck were you doing all of this like you could have asked us for help you could have whatever whatever um so you know I'm doing better at that for my friends, <laughs> having them, you know, be with me a part of the journey. But you're right. Like, regardless of the support you have, if it's something you're passionate about, you got to do it mm-hmm. like you have to do it. There's times that you're going to doubt yourself. But again, you, you got to want it for you. Like there's something in there. There's a driving factor that, you know, bring you to this part of your life. So I I always, you know, I have a notebook from when I first started thinking about all these ideas and the private practice and my name and stuff. Times that I get discouraged or I feel like I'm not clear or not focused, I go back and look at that because that reminds me why. That reminds me why. It also reminds me of how far I've come. Mm -hmm. And then there's sometimes in there to remind me like, bitch, you got a long way to go too because there's a bunch (laughs) of other ideas (laughs) written down in here that we ain't got to yet. So I'm going to need you to figure it out. Um, But for me, and you know, things work, everybody does stuff the way that works for them. For me, I come up with an idea and I sit on it for myself for a while Mm
2: -hmm. because
1: I need to know that I'm truly committed into it before I let anybody else know. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's because the way you present an idea to someone is how they're going to respond to it. So you know, if you're presenting an idea and you're not sure about it, you know, you can get one person who's going to feed into you and say, no, 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 keep it going, or you're gonna get a person who you know is gonna feed onto those insecurities and those unsure things too, right? So versus if you come out and say, Yeah, this is what I'm doing, A, B, and C, and they can see that confidence,
0: they're gonna be like, okay, you. <laughs> it's crazy that you mentioned that because I was just thinking like a few days ago about how Rise with Esperanza was mm-hmm. an idea that came to me junior year of college. And then because I was a CJ major mm-hmm. and I was going the law route, um, obviously I didn't have no classes of like entrepreneurship or whatnot, but I had one more elective senior year and mm-hmm. I was like, ah, fuck it. I'm going to go and do entrepreneurship. And Where- my entrepreneurship professor was amazing. And yeah. I went in, I said, Look, I'm planning to go to law school. I really don't know anything about entrepreneurship, but mm-hmm. I'm in this class because I'm going to figure it out. I have this idea. How can mm-hmm. you help me? How can this class help me? Yeah. And Rise with Esperanza was supposed to be like a merch line. Yeah. It, I was like, because <laughs> I'm like streetwear. Yeah. I, I, like, am very feminine, but I could mm-hmm. be very masculine, too, and, mm-hmm. like, especially in the way I dress, and I was, like, oh, yeah, like, you know, I'm from Hartford, but, like, I go to this WPI, and, like, mm-hmm. I'm always wearing hoodies and sweats and sneakers and whatnot, so I'm gonna make a merch line.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everyone's, like, oh, like, that's saturated, and I'm, like, oh, it's saturated, but, like, it's me, so I'm gonna- Everything is saturated. Mm-hmm. Everything.
1: Thing is saturated if you listen to everybody tell you it's saturated you're never gonna fucking do shit mm-hmm. you know i mean therapists is out there like it's right. fucking everything is saturated every lane is saturated but you have to own yours because there's exactly. something unique about how you're gonna do it that's different from everybody else mm-hmm. like there is and i think that's the sad part that people don't realize that there is room for all of us to eat yep. like literally there's room for all of us to go after our goals. Like, again, there's something that's going to be in particular about you that, you know, um, makes you different from everyone else. Mm -hmm. Right. And it is what it is and that's fine. And you got to literally like tap into that for yourself. If you're going to survive this entrepreneurial game, like Mm -hmm. literally, Mm -hmm. like if you're going to survive this, you got to know that, yeah, there's 50 of us, 50,000 of us. There's like, there's one, there's a person right
0: next door to me. Like, like, like but so what so what like that's exactly my thought process and I was like okay so I made this whole business plan of how I'm gonna create this merch line and whatnot I had my mom on board she was like okay like I'll invest in you like give me your business plan do this Mm -hmm. but there was just something about it that was not clicking yeah I was like this is fun but -hmm. like I don't know, something is not feeling right about this. Mm -hmm. So I sat on like Rise with Esperanza for a minute. I was like, I know I'm gonna use that name. Right. And then I redid my logo Mm -hmm. and then it just all started coming one by one. And then that's I feel like I got to a certain point in my job. And in my schooling that I was just like, okay, this is not what I want to do. I really want to help people like become the best version of themselves. I really love fitness. Um, I even thought about becoming a therapist myself, but then I was like, "Mm, nope, that's not for me. So let's be realistic. Right. And then I never thought I would be a personal trainer, but then again with Natalie, I saw her progression and then she was telling me like, Carla, why don't you do this? And she was on me for like a year and a half. And then I was like, Mm-hmm, you know what, let me take a chance. And then right. that's when everything just started flowing and flowing okay. and flowing. And then I opened up my document again. Mm-hmm. I redid my logo. I redid my business plan. Mm-hmm. And I went to my mom and I was like, I'm gonna be a personal trainer. And she was mm-hmm. like, what? <laughs> I was like, "Yup, I'm gonna Where be a personal trainer. I'm gonna mm-hmm. do this. I'm gonna do that. But I think it was the level of confidence yes. that like, she she realized and she was like okay this is like a different type of vibe than when she wanted to do the merch yeah like okay like so yep. how are you pay your bills like do you have clients exactly how This how you gonna and then and you're like i'll figure it out right her favorite thing is like you're on my car insurance you're not messing <laughs> with my car insurance you're gonna have to pay your bill on time so right. i was like mom we're gonna figure it out we're gonna figure it out mm-hmm. and i always am like thinking about plan B but I'm like I can't really think about that because I really need plan A to work you have to focus
1: on a plan A right now before Mm -hmm. you even think about plan B and I think one of the key things that you said too that people need to know is not not every idea needs to be a business right Mm -hmm. so like we're you know we're naturally going to come up with all these different ideas That doesn't mean that you need to create a business out of there. Some things are literally just for hobby for you. Some things are literally just things that you like to do on side, because like we said, with the business comes a lot of discipline. Um, And some things that we enjoy, we don't need to put it to that level because then it'll take the enjoyment out of it. So you really got to kind of cipher through, you know, these ideas that you have. You know, I think about it in terms of like, you know, I ran track in high school. I loved it. I enjoyed it. Um... And people would ask me, too, like, why not run track in college? Because that's a whole different level of shit. Yeah. Like, 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 and I did it because I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Like, me doing it in college and knowing what a college athlete, you know, what that consists of. Because, you know, I had a lot of college athlete friends and, and then my brother and whatnot. And knowing what that lifestyle is, like, I would have fucking hated running. <laughs> <laughs> like, mm-hmm. so every idea doesn't need to be you know pushed to be bigger than what it is like you literally have to decipher through and know that you know just like for you shit changes so rise for esperanza was one thing at first and it wasn't really clicking for you Mm -hmm. you sit on it until you find what it's supposed to come to and now you now what you got like you got something that you're passionate about that you're moving forward with that works for you Mm -hmm. like you know is a literally, you know, it's, it's such a process that people just don't understand. It's a process from start to finish. It's, it's so much mm-hmm. that goes, so much that goes into it.
0: But it's, it's nice to look in retrospect and think of how far we've come. Cause I've already been two years out of college. I'm still in touch with that professor. And yep. like, so what you doing? Like, where's the hoodies? I'm like, actually, I'm like, I'm being a personal trainer. It's like, mm-hmm you know what, as long as you're happy, I'm happy. And like, and yet, and who's not to say that
1: you're not gonna have fitness merch? Because who's not to say that we still can't have hoodies,
0: like, with your fitness? One day, one day, <laughs> one day. My goal, my goal, and I'm gonna speak into existence, is just owning my own gym at one point. Nice. Just own, owning my own gym, um, mm-hmm. and, like, just creating a safe environment for everyone to come in become the best version of themselves no matter where they are at their journey mm-hmm. uh, and make that goal happen right because oh, at, the end oh, day, oh.
1: at the end of the day I could say to you well Carla there's already 50 million gems out here
0: like but it's it's well, what? It's, yeah mine. exactly it's mine it's you know what going back on that of like just um fields being saturated mm-hmm. quote unquote it's when my mom was asking like about me becoming a personal trainer mm-hmm. and she was like just what's different because my mom loves to just ask a billion and one questions mm-hmm. but and I she, think that helps your journey though exactly because it, it makes you think yeah. just, so what's different about you and I was like well damn like what is different about me but like you I, I, I just I just told you what I was doing huh? right right <laughs> but like I'm just truly authentic like I hide nothing like although I pick and choose what I share on social media and what I want people to know. I'm very open to like, if you just ask, like, I don't have Mm -hmm. skeletons in my closet. I don't really have to show because at the end of the day, I've reflected, I've healed from whatever I've done, whatever version of myself I was, because that's made me who I am. And that Mm -hmm. can help somebody on their journey. And my vibe is different. I'm not even trying to be like cocky (laughs) or anything, but my vibe is different. I really bring the good energy, the great vibes. And- Mm -hmm. Having somebody train you from the same community that you are in, Mm -hmm. like that that's what's been pushing me because a lot of people I've gone to high school with and I've Mm -hmm. gone to college with, they're like, yo, Carla, I always knew you're you were gonna be something. I'm like, girl, I'm not even there yet. But like if you think that, (laughs) all right, we're gonna roll with it. And then Mm -hmm. like they want me to train them because like they feel comfortable that it's somebody within their own community that they know or that they feel like is truly authentic and whatnot and if you just hire somebody from a whole different town you have no idea it's right. like you have to of course you're going to build that connection with me as well but it's a different type of connection right and as like you are trying to help your minority community me mm-hmm. as well like Mm -hmm. therapy is expensive personal training is expensive becoming Mm -hmm. a better like self is expensive (laughs) um but But the reward is is greater yeah the reward is greater Mm -hmm. and it's like all about priorities like yes like fruits and vegetables are they gonna be a little bit more expensive than certain foods yes Mm -hmm. but that's gonna help you like elevate in life feel Mm -hmm. better, look better. And that's what I always like preach. So yes, certain things are saturated, but like the way that you come in And like, present yourself is like the most important thing.
1: And that's what attracts people. So, you know, it's funny because one of my best friends like always wants me and she was like, I need you to be cocky a little bit because that's just not me. (laughs) Like, that's just never been me. Mm -hmm. Um, Can that side be inside of me? I'm sure. But like, it's not a normal thing. But like, what I do know is that even for me, like, I know how good of a therapist I am. And I know there is no one like me when it comes to being a therapist. I know what I provide. I know what I give to my clients. And I also know that I'm not for everybody. And that is totally fine. Not for everybody. I'm not out here expecting to be for everybody. Like we're just not going to connect, like, especially in the work that I do, like, you know, I want a genuine connection with someone, because that is the way that we are going to make positive changes on their lives, you know, that is the the best way to do it versus, you know, that's the best way to get especially minorities, you know, for us to open up, you know, for you to be your true selves, for you to be authentic. So I know Mm -hmm. that's what I give to my clients. um, And I know that sets me apart, like, my clients know they get me, (laughs) I'm coming to the office looking however the hell it is that I want to look like I'm eating during sessions I will let them know I'm hungry I ate yeah I gotta eat like I'm gonna talk however I want to talk I'm gonna break things down so that they understand not using all these big textbook words things like that I go out into the community I do sessions with clients in the community I'm meeting us where we're at. Because again, it needs to feel like it needs to feel real genuine. And we both need to feel vulnerable in that situation for us actually to be able to do the work that we need to do. Yep. So saturated or not, I'm the only Brittany Cooper. So
0: And with Rise of Esperanza, like, our whole motto is, like, we're physical and mental intertwined, because Mm -hmm. I feel like a lot of personal trainers, they're just, like, they go into their session, they're like, all right, let's work on whatever you want to work on, whatever I put on your program, and then we're out. Like, Mm -hmm. but really understanding what the person is going through on, like, the back end of things affects their training session, affects... Um, how their body is feeling um, mm-hmm. and mental and physical intertwine. So yeah. it's really not only showing up as your authentic self, but like really caring about the person and their authenticity, meeting them where they're at um, because yes, you could push somebody, but you have to go in increments. So,
1: yeah. so yeah, I want to just add to what you're saying too, like mental health, physical health, they are, they're, they're together you can't separate them. You can't necessarily work on one and not the other and want to be your best self. Like it doesn't work that way and I feel like a lot of people don't understand that. I feel like there's a lot of people who can be in one side or the other. Um but that's still not your true self yet. That's still not your best self because again, you know, like you said how you feel mentally affects you physically, how you feel physically affects you man- mentally. You know, everything manifests within one another. Like so for me, you know, I'm on the go and doing stuff all the time, right? I know when I'm stressed out, when I get a headache, that's my cue for me when I get a headache and that's a physical reaction. That's not me doubting myself or in my head, knowing I'm overwhelmed or this and that. Like I literally can be going. And then all of a sudden I'm like, where the hell did this headache come from? And that's a sign for me to be like, okay, I need you to chill out a little bit. Let's look at the rest of your schedule. Let's see where we can take a little chill pill because, you know, at this point you're doing too much and now my body is telling me that, right? You know, so, you know, even the opposite, like, you know, um, even if I'm doubting myself and, you know, struggling with trying to, you know, put out a fire, um, put out some little crisis that I have, you know, that night I'm probably not gonna sleep good because that's on my mind. So now, yeah, so now physically I ain't sleeping <laughs> like, which again, it's a cycle. So, you know, I encourage people, you know, we start with one at a time, but don't forget to incorporate the other one. Like Absolutely. it's needed, like you have to incorporate the other one. And that's something that like, I'm getting back into in terms of the physical side of things too. Like, you know, um, that's only going to make my mental stronger too, you know, it's only going to push you on both sides of that. So, you know, that's one thing I want to put out there is for people to, you know, do both mm-hmm. expensive, but your life depends on it. Like, you know, and I hate when people do this thing of, you know, physical trainers and, you know, fitness and mental health is expensive. Yeah, but you got your hair done and that shit was expensive. Yeah, you got, the new you got, you got the new, you got the new shoes, priority. you got that new outfit and you just paid such and such for the Adele concert and you just flew out and did A, B and C. That shit was expensive too. Mm-hmm. Like you're, you're being in itself should be the area that you're spending the most money on you're mm-hmm. spending the most money on for me like right now like I said I'm getting back into the physical like in the beginning of my journey I was at Massage Envy doing I had my monthly plan doing massage every month and then shit got real and the shit fell off and and that's gonna happen right that's gonna happen you got to be able to identify and get back on track I am back into my massages I'm trying all types of extra because I'm always interested in trying something new too mm-hmm. so Backing to getting my massages because I love those. I didn't try acupuncture. I didn't try. Like, you know, you got to figure out the things that work for you. Uh, You know, when the weather is nice during spring, you know, my best friend pushes me like, yo, go just take walks. I didn't say you had to run. Oh, girl,
0: you know I'm on my daily walks.
1: (laughs) Yeah, like, you know, like those, even a walk is so helpful to start your day, even getting up. And this is one of the areas that I'm pushing myself to do is just the meditation too. Getting up and just meditating, even if it's for 15 minutes, 10 minutes, that that peace of mind is beneficial, and it just helps set you know the tone of the day. Even for me, making sure I have breakfast, I like to eat, but there's occasional times that like I get going into things that eating be the last thing on my mind, and I'll put it out there. As much as I love to eat, I probably should have been fat girl at heart, like, <laughs> like but that'll be the thing that I'll throw to the side if I'm in the mix of doing things. Now it's like yeah no like if I can't eat a full meal right now you need to be snacking actually no I'm gonna stop and I'm gonna eat right now Mm -hmm. and then I'll get back to this like all of that our physical health mental it's just all connected
0: and you need to really recognize your non-negotiables like my morning routine it's non-negotiable anybody coming into my life friend partner whatever my morning routine is non-negotiable I always wake up I go to the gym Mm-hmm. Um, I come home, I take a shower, I have my breakfast, I journal, I try to meditate and like do another post stretch after the gym yep. that's more in depth and then go about my day because the yep. way you start your day is just gonna continue throughout the rest of the day and like your yep. mindset if you have a bad morning you're probably yep. gonna have a bad day. Yep. So if you have a good morning you'll probably have a great day. Right so um, my mornings are non-negotiable. I think added to
1: that, people don't understand. So, morning routines are so important. So Mm -hmm. important. I have tea every morning. I drink tea multiple times a day. Tea is my thing. (laughs) But every morning, I'm having my tea, I'm having my vitamins, you know, I want to get to a place where I'm consistently either stretching or meditating, and I'm working on that part of it. Um, So I I agree with you that how you start the day is truly going to set the tone. But I also put out there for people how you end your day is important too, right? So one of the things that I do is I do kind of like just a gratitude kind of brain dump where I just write down the, the the good things that happened today. What am I thankful for today? Because I think it's important to remember those things even when you have a bad day. Because even if we do our morning routine, some shit can happen midday, just throw yep. yourself all off. And that's normal. That is normal. Some of us can bounce back quicker than others. Some of it, it just might put us in a little funk. But I think it's important to reflect on, okay, like what actually happened good today? So that you can get a good night's see- sleep to be able to get back on track you know, the next day. So it's all... You know, discipline.
0: Discipline. It discipline. all comes back to discipline and consistency. Yes. Because those two like factors are what's gonna get you the success, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. And like you said, yes, yeah, something can happen midday. So Ooh. right before you like go to bed, when your head hits that pillow, mm-hmm. think about everything that is going good in your life. Right. Because when you focus on the good, it magnifies. Yep. Um, but now with that being said, like, what is one mantra that you really live by?
1: Hmm.
0: There's probably so many. I live by like one. Right. Like, <laughs> but, like, but like for me, I always think like my number one mantra is um, a Bible verse. And it's like, God is within her. She shall not fall. And mm-hmm. it's like, no matter what I do, like, mm-hmm. I truly believe no matter what I do, Mm-hmm. I'm going to be in alignment with where I should be. And it's going to be part of God's plan at one point or another.
1: Yep. Um, so I have Philippians 413 on my wrist. Um, so I can do all things through Christ that, who strengthens me. Mm-hmm. That's there. Like at the end of the day, I know for me and where I am, and it's not to like, I'm not one to push you know religion spirituality on anyone um i'm very spiritual i know that i have my personal connection with god and i know that i wouldn't be here without him mm-hmm. so that is one thing that i trust no matter what that is one thing that i speak loudly to myself even on rough days like and 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 i talk real natural cuz mm-hmm. me and god here so literally <laughs> if i have a rough day i'm like bro i don't know what you doing up there but I wasn't feeling this shit today. <laughs> like, I wasn't feeling it, but clearly you got a plan. So here we are. And right. I'm going sleep and I'm giving this to you. Like, go ahead. Because I'm I'm not sure. Or even, you know, days where, you know, I catch myself, you know, stepping a little bit out of character because something got the best of me. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I own it. Like, that got the best of me. I was wilding. Mm-hmm. But I, Lord, you was wilding. That was wild. Like, <laughs> Like, you know, you put me in that situation, Lord, what you doing? That that was a little bit wild. I wasn't like, you know, like, or, okay, you didn't tell me about this several times. Did you have to get that real with me? Like, like, I got it now. Like, so for me, it's just, I got to trust him. I can't trust nobody else but him. Uh-huh. Like I literally can't trust nobody else but him. And then you know, over the last two years, especially with COVID and the amount of people that I've experienced and deaths and things like that, like we we you gotta just take every risk at this point. We we literally have to live life, like have to live life, like you know, uh, being an entrepreneur. Like we said, we wear so many hats, and you know, there's so many tasks and nonstop things we have to do all day every. Every day but one of the things that i've learned or that i'm good with is taking a break from that yep. because i have to be able to enjoy the life that i'm creating too
2: mm-hmm. i gotta enjoy it
1: like what's all the hard work and stuff for if i can't enjoy it either if i can't what's the point of me doing this entrepreneur journey if i can't say you know what this friday fuck my paperwork i'm about to sit here and binge watch whatever I want to watch all day long. And I'll get to it later. Like that's the beauty of it. It's always going to be there. Our to-do list will constantly grow. We'll cross it off. New shit. was going to come there. Like it's always going to be there, but you know, that is one of the things I'm challenging myself to not only continuing to recommit and keep myself committed with, you know, my faith in God and where he's taking me, but enjoy this too. Enjoy this too. So not successful yet, but,
0: um, enjoy life. Like, and with that, Like I definitely, again, don't push like religion, spirituality or nothing on no one. I talk about it on the podcast because Mm -hmm. it's part of my life. I'm being fully authentic. Mm -hmm. Um, But if I had to pick a mantra or a quote that is not um, like in correlation with God, it would definitely be like happiness is a choice. Like Mm -hmm. you have a choice Mm -hmm. to wake up every morning and choose how you feel and i'm of choices
1: (laughs) i said power Power of choices of
0: of my practice
1: okay so that would probably be my my mantra too in terms (laughs) of literally we have a choice with everything Mm -hmm. everything like in terms of how you want your day to go in terms of how you want to react to bad situations in terms of how you want to react to people like even the toughest shit we literally got a choice. And my biggest thing too, you know, is like, no matter what choice you make, you know, because realistically, we're always not going to be able to make the most positive choice. Like that's just life. We're not always going to have to do that, but you need to be content in the choices that you make it and understand that your choices can change. You can change your mind. So like, that is actually one of the big things that, behind the name of my practice. Like, so if today some like crazy shit happens to me today, I can choose to, you know, like deal with it head on in a mature manner and not let it affect me, or I could choose to wild the fuck out. And then after I wild the fuck out, I can say, okay, so how are we going to deal with this? Again, your choice, <laughs> like your choice, you have to deal with what comes with it and you have to do what's best for you in the moment and know that, you know, we can make changes to it all the time. So.
0: I always think that you're one decision away from having a completely different life. Yeah. Because as mm-hmm. much as we're preaching choices, those choices have consequences. And yeah. you're always one choice away from a completely different life. And then that just flows into the next quote of like day one or or one day, day one, you decide. hmm you can keep on prolonging your process, your journey, or you can just say, you know what, today's the day, today's day one, and I'm gonna do whatever I have to do to get me to where I want to be, and that's why I always say, like, you have to wake up happy, make that choice to act yep. happy that day, mm-hmm. make constant um, decisions to, like, better yourself, and just be one percent better than you were yesterday, because the only, like, comparison or the only competition you have is like the person you see in the mirror right yeah, literally, literally at times but you're also going to be your biggest supporter
1: literally like you you are you know battling yourself every day mm-hmm. um and sometimes people don't realize sometimes that battle you know, shows itself in the form of confrontations and, and situations with other people, but it's actually you, right? Like it's it's actually you who is struggling in some, in some form, some fashion, and you got to figure out what you want to do. Because even those interactions that we can have with people, again, you have a choice you have to make about that. Like you have a choice of whether, you know, I'm going to deal with this, how I'm going to deal with this interaction with the person or situation or whatnot, um and how this is going to affect me in the long term or what this is going to do for me you're literally we're literally battling ourselves all day every day um and that's and why it's so do.
0: important to have a strong like mindset and mm-hmm. to have a strong mind because sometimes a lot of people don't know the difference between their own intuition mm-hmm. or that little voice in their head telling them like they can't do it Yep. like you really need to know the difference of like your mind playing tricks on you and like you trying to feed your ego Mm -hmm. um so having a strong mind is like the biggest thing because then people can't sway you into different ways you can stand and be like no I'm gonna get this done I'm gonna be this person I'm gonna do this once you have a strong mind like you're a powerful human being right and that's
1: then the and the it's the strong physical body to match it like exactly <laughs> you know just works
0: out <laughs> like all, fine. Um, what would you say to anybody listening? Like, what would be your biggest advice to somebody listening to this podcast right now? Um, not necessarily going into entrepreneurship, just like in general. Um, honestly,
1: don't waste any more time on creating the life that you want mm-hmm. don't waste no more time we waste a lot of time you do we waste a lot of time with a lot of nonsense like um the way that these last couple of years have gone for me and just you know looking at the world in general don't don't waste no more time create the life that you want um, and create it by any means necessary create the life that you want for you
0: the um, time is going to pass by anyways
1: right like but- life is life is going to go on Whether you choose to create the one you want or not, whether you choose to do something about it or or not, life is literally going to pass you by. Um, So don't waste no more time, you know, create the life you want and enjoy it. Enjoy the process. Trust Um, the process. Yes. (laughs) Yes.
0: Um, Now, I know you mentioned that you don't really like to tell people what you have going on until it's done. And I'm the same way. But can the people get a sneak peek of some things you are working on for this year? Oh, Jesus, you put me on the spot.
1: (laughs) Um, So right now, just with power of choices, definitely in a transitional period um, where I've done a lot of reflections and trying to just figure out how to grow it bigger and better. Um, We've had um, a strong team of minority therapists and it continues to grow. It continues to change, you know, as people you know, seek and do their own endeavors, which is great. I love that Power of Choices is a platform for people to you know, connect and feel supported, but also to eventually branch off and do their own thing too. Um, so I just wanna continue to grow that. Um, on the other side of that, you guys are gonna see more of Brittany, uh, more of Brittany in, you know, the therapist lens. Um, Just, you know, talking about, you know, mental health and doing more panels and events related to mental health, Um, more of me in an entrepreneurial sense. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, there is some business coaching. That is going to be happening as well. Um, so a lot of a lot of stuff, um, and with both of those, there's a lot of little things in there too. Um, so a podcast will be coming. Um, so it's a lot of stuff happening. It's a, it's a lot. Um, I don't have necessarily hard deadlines on when things are coming. I just let them organically happen. So and the work that I've been doing behind the scenes for them, you know, it's it's coming. I'm looking forward to, like I said, this is the year I'm challenging myself. You know, Mm -hmm. this is the year where I am, you know, tapping into all the other things that I know that I'm good at, that I know that I'm great at, because that is, you know, the direction that God is, you know, taking me to. Mm -hmm. So I'm excited. I'm nervous. And not even to say nervous. I just don't like spotlight. Like, I, I really don't. Like, most people know me. I don't like the spotlight. Um, But so one of the challenges is putting myself out there. <laughs> out comfort zone. So pushing me
0: exactly out of my comfort zone. So I'm excited to see what comes of all of that. I'm excited because, obviously, <laughs> um, I know you a little bit more than anybody listening to this podcast. Um, and there's people that know you more than I know you. But I... <laughs> Just you being like an influential person on my journey, I always think I'm just like okay, she's like influenced on my journey, like she's helped me do this, this, that. But I'm like, what is a day in the life of Brittany? Oh no. I'll <laughs> never forget, I'll never forget like when you were helping me with the office space. Mm-hmm. And then you were like, Oh, can you um, like pull up to the office? Like, we need to talk about something. I'm like, uh oh, like what's happening. And then we were talking about like the whole heating situation on the third floor.
1: Mm-hmm. I was like,
0: dang, that's a lot for her. I was like, how I, <laughs> I was in this position, like how would I like handle it and whatnot? Mm-hmm. And I was just like, always wonder, I'm like, she juggles so much. Like, what is a day in the life of Brittany? So like, I don't that's know. chaotic. <laughs> make a TikTok, make a real, do something. Cause I'm curious. So listen,
1: I am that whole content creation area. I know nothing
0: about. It's gonna be real interesting, okay? Real interesting. <laughs> but but this is the year of the authentic content creators because yep. yes, I love those perfect videos that have like the great matching of the audio and the lighting and the this. Mm-hmm. Like I just. That's not what you like, gonna get over here. Right. Like I've, I've been like dabbling into that. And I just had like my first like reel of me, um, like with the audio and stuff. And it was a success. Like I loved it, Mm -hmm. but I also know that from time to time, it's not going to be that perfect. Right. And people are going to look at it and be like, okay, so she could do this, Mm -hmm. but she could do this too. And that's Mm -hmm. literally what life is all about. Like Not everything is going to be perfect. Not everything is going to go your way. And like when it comes to social media, I Mm -hmm. personally like Mm -hmm. that's the good audio, the good visuals, the good quality, but Mm -hmm. also what you're actually going through, how it's actually going. So like Shay, Shay's Mm -hmm. coming onto the podcast and I can't wait to talk to her. her. (laughs) Um, And she's very good at like showing the realness of like entrepreneurship, of like sponsorships Mm -hmm. and all that. And I've always loved that about her because I'm just like, girl. She's the GOAT, okay? She's the GOAT at Authentic. She just (laughs) shows everything. Mm -hmm. uh, How like things go onto the back end. And like, that's why I think she's successful in what she does because she tells the people how it is. Yep. Um, So, no matter how that real that TikTok, or just general content creation goes like i'm about to be like okay so that's what britney goes through okay well yeah
1: so i'm excited about it just because you know these different lanes that i am you know challenging myself with um honestly it's for me Mm -hmm. it's not for anybody else so that that's what makes me even more excited that i'm taking these steps and you know you know like i said i'm starting over this is the, a, a different journey from me, you know. It's it's actually I would say like the next chapter now. So I'm excited about it because you know you just gonna give me
2: mm-hmm.
1: you literally are, you literally are, and it's again it's for me. Um, so that authentic, that originality, that that's just what's gonna come out of that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm excited to see how I just grow in that, and you know where that takes me. So
2: as you should, as you
0: should.
1: <laughs> so, Which we... you got going on?
0: Oh, girl. <laughs> actually this week i have an announcement coming up oh i'm excited Um, don't spill it okay no 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 no. um i will give a sneak peek
2: but -hmm. by the time
0: this podcast episode comes out it's going to be already be announced that's fine Uh, i was um, (laughs) sponsored by a company that i love and i use all the time and i shot my shot at them and this is my third time shooting my shot at them and it worked so Perfect. it just goes to show mm-hmm. that if you gotta know once if you gotta know twice like you know just keep going but like work on your content work on your audience mm-hmm. while mm-hmm. you are trying to continue um working with them because like once and they prove
1: yourself yeah. You got to know, like you can't just keep submitting the same shit. You got to like, okay, they said no this time. So what can I revamp? Let right. me do research to see what can I do different. So
0: when I go back to them, it's a little bit better until, mm-hmm. until you got your yes. Mm-hmm. So um, that's what I have going on. Um, and just working with um, a handful of brands this upcoming year um, that I, again, genuinely use. I love um, trying to grow Rise West trying to do... Um, that the proper way, um, and figuring that all out, and then just kind of going with the flow of everything else. Like, um, I like I said, thought I would be in a different space by the time I would be turning twenty five. Uh, I still have you some worried about twenty five. <laughs> right, I- right. <laughs> um, But it just it just kind of again going with that beauty of the unknown and letting whatever flow flow. Um. Mm-hmm and i'm excited to see where it goes um i'm excited for you it goes where i grow and who knows will i be in the same state probably um Mm -hmm. probably not will i have hit certain goals i hope so and i'm gonna manifest that i hit those certain goals um Mm -hmm. but yeah just kind of riding the wave of life and enjoying it, trusting the process Mm -hmm. um, and all that. All right, I'm excited for both of us.
1: No, I know.
0: (laughs) I I love just seeing other people win. Like it's so weird how people just like to see other people miserable. And Mm -hmm. I love to see people happy. I love to see people doing well, living their authentic self, creating the life that they love and just-
1: It gives you something to, you know, um, be happy about, to look forward to some. It gives you some motivation to yourself to say like, you know, if they can do it, I can do it for myself too, right? No matter what that looks like, you know? But, you know, being miserable ain't it. Like exactly. right? being miserable ain't it. You know, worried about what the next person's doing isn't it, you know, being in a negative space. It's just, it's not it no more. Like if you're still in that space, I'm gonna need you to come seek therapy. Come over <laughs> here, here and, let's talk, and let's talk through some stuff. But, you know- it, we we all deserve a lot in life,
0: mm-hmm. so
1: you know it's it's time to go get it.
0: Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane because yep. traffic in your lane. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, <laughs> um, but before we end this podcast, I always have like little bonus fun questions. Okay. So what type of learner are you? Are you a visual, a hands-on, audio? Um, okay, so I'm a mix.
1: Okay, so I like hands-on but I can visually, you know, learn something as well, hands on, I'm going to replicate it, like and do it on probably figure out how to do it in a way that works better for me, like automatically. So I would definitely do both. Um, it's funny, I tried to listen to audiobooks. it would work for me, like I actually need the physical book, and I need mm-hmm. to read it. it, it does something for me. Mm-hmm. Um, so listening to stuff like my active listening is on when I'm providing therapy, Outside of that, <laughs> I the voices. I'm right. like, why are you reading like that? Right. I have selective <laughs> hearing and shit outside of when I need to actually listen. Mm-hmm. Um so visual, hands-on. Um, I've learned a lot about myself in the last two years. I low key feel like I'm a contractor because I've learned how to do a lot of shit, <laughs> like with just owning the properties, like hands down. So visual definitely and um and hands-on. Hands-on. Okay. Yeah.
0: Okay. Well, I thank you so much for coming onto the podcast. Not only for talking with me, but helping me on my journey. Cause, you know, if anybody is listening, well, you guys are listening because I know you are. Um, but <laughs> Brittany is um in charge of like my office space. So um mm-hmm. I met her at She Brings the Table, which was a networking event that um I went to in July of twenty twenty-one. Oh, I was gonna say twenty twenty girl. Um I don't know what year it's all right <laughs> I, I started writing 2021 the other day on um this letter that I was writing because my mom she loves handwritten things so we're sending a card to her friend and I was mm-hmm. like 2020 oh 2022 yeah, we're in the new year yeah mm-hmm. we're in the new year um <laughs> but hopefully we can do maybe a part two to this yeah, I'm down and I'm down. um season two is about to be great Um, So I thank you for being a part of it. Thank you for inviting me. Anything else to say to the people?
1: Not really. Besides, you know, just it's just time to live life, whatever that means to you. Mm -hmm. Just live life.